the Mindset Athlete Podcast, and I'm your host, James Roberts. I'm a two-time Paralympian and owner of James Robert Fitness, which is an online training, nutrition, and mindset coaching business. And each week on the Mindset Athlete, we like to bring you inspirational athletes, a message, or experts talking about human optimization to teach you how to change your perception of your mindset and become 1% better. I'm going to do this episode solo this week uh, and the topic I wanted to actually talk about was guilt and I'm going to come at this from multiple angles. Uh, Firstly, I think we are very guilt driven as individuals because we look at necessarily criticizing ourselves putting ourselves down uh, and taking things on board when things don't go right and what I mean by that is when you don't live up to either your own expectations or somebody's expectations of, of what they perceive that you can do and I think you kind of feel not necessarily guilty in that way so it could be in the likes of a new job fitness, nutrition, you name it, you don't quite live up to somebody's expectations and you feel awful because you feel that you've let them down. Whereas I think if you flip that on his head and not necessarily looked at it as an external kind of motivation because that's why you're doing it because you want to please somebody else. And I I think wholly and truly when that comes to fruition, I think you're on a hiding to nothing because are you really doing that goal, the result or the process for somebody else and then you're not fully committed or are you doing it down down, for yourself, sorry, but you're not fully committed because the goal's not overly stretching you. So you're kind of finding feeling guilty because you've not lived up to expectations or necessarily what I got I'm gonna go a step further with that because the goal you've set yourself is so mediocre once you actually achieve that you feel guilty and you kind of don't don't know what to do because it's like what do I do next uh whereas if you just set yourself maybe a I'm not gonna say a difficult goal or an overreaching one you could always take that step back, reflect, and say, "Well, what did what didn't go particularly well, or what went particularly wrong?" Analyze the situation and kind of say, "Well, how close did I get to achieving that goal? Was it an overshot to actually try to push myself and push myself out of my comfort zone and push to those boundaries?" And I think if you look at it from a positive mindset or maximum mind frame of analyzing the whole situation and looking at it very positively you won't feel guilty because it's like well I push myself to those quote-unquote extremes we'll look at it from a sporting perspective and you look at it positively you take that step back and say well okay I was pretty close I was 75 percent 80 percent there let me go again and push myself even further and see what realistically I can achieve. And I think you think of it from that actual mindset 
and way of thinking, I think you're never feeling guilty when you don't actually quote unquote achieve because you were able to take that step back, as I said, reflect, analyze, and go again. Whereas I think if you come at it from the other side of the fence and look at it from maybe negative or negatively, you've not quite got there. You kind of feel hard done by yourself because oh, I, I didn't quite get over that hurdle. Uh, it didn't work out. And I think this is when you probably question the actual process itself. And then you're going to get your naysayers behind the scenes. And that's why they do talk about you surround yourself with those five people, be it negatively or positively, you're going to uh, copy, replicate or exude those traits because you've not quite got there. Whereas if I go a step further than that, and people that follow me on Facebook may have seen this post more recently as I'm recording this, you don't have to agree with people when they have a roadmap for you when they have your best intentions at heart. For me, and I'll go into this story, uh, that was my aunt and uncle telling me that I should should get a real job, but I saw a different avenue, a different story, whatever you want to call it for myself. And this happens back to, what are we, 2019 as we're recording. This will go back to the early days of my international career way back in... Gosh, when would it be? About 2006 when I transferred over from being a swimmer to being, becoming a rower. And, okay, because they, or how I perceive it, they're quite old school in their way of thinking. You go popping back 20, 25 years ago in Britain, you had to have a job, full-time job as well as your sporting career, but because of the lottery funding, etc., UK sport and things like that, obviously the athletes of today can make their sporting dreams a reality and make that a career. So that was my way of thinking. That's what I want to do. That's the intention I wanted to, to, to make a fruition. It was a lifelong dream of mine as a child to be a professional athlete, as I would call it back then. Uh, okay, it was different sport back then that would be in elementary school primary school of being either a professional footballer soccer for the Americans or playing basketball okay I soon realized once I became a adolescent teenager uh, and things of that nature that's not going to be a reality being that I've got a disability but being able to kind of put that into a dream into reality, should I say, and making it a sporting career. Okay, it, it happened a few years prior to the, to this this uh, this post, but it, being being able to make it a reality and kind of, I wanted to do fulfill that process and and kind of not stop at this roadblock that's been put in front of me. So I think having that person or people in my corner I won't say to fight my battles but have my support and have my back be it for me that was my mother she she had my intent, good intentions at heart and I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit as long as you believe in your goal and strive day in and day out to make that goal a reality I will support you and I think this is where the positivity 
and like I said earlier in the show, would surround yourself with like-minded people, if they're positively inclined, they're going to support you and give you that hand up. Whereas, if, okay, you could say my aunt and uncle at the time were a little bit unsupportive and could be coined the negative people in the room. It's been, well, let's squash this goal, crush your dreams, uh, and you need to be like everybody else and follow the herd kind of mentality and get a nine-to-five job. Whereas for me, okay, I heard them out. I heard their argument on their side of the story. I took it on board. I didn't agree with it, but I didn't dismiss it. So I, I took on board what they had to say. Um, did I go against it and not acknowledge it at all? I'd like to think I didn't. I, I, I think I was very... Uh, and I'm very well brought up to, to listen to somebody's opinions and their argument to, to, a certain, to a certain viewpoint that they have. And I ran with it. So I think I, I think because I was humble and grounded, I was going to take on board what they had to say and not necessarily go out and prove them wrong, but prove, well, I can, if I strive and put, I'm going to say 100% into that my efforts, to make this a career, and you you go back to that period of time, we're talking about almost 15 years ago, I had a 10-year sporting career after that. So I think they could see the work ethic, the sacrifice, and the willingness I had to, to be able to make that a success. They could see that I obviously I wanted to make it a career. So I think it, it does go full circle, and... Probably a few years into that career, I had the support of my entire family. As long as I'm giving it my all, and I say that to everybody, you have nothing to feel guilty about for those sacrifices. Or some people, you're going to always have your naysayers. You're always going to have people say, you should have gone down a different route. But if you stuck to the process and finished and actually fulfilled what you wanted and intended to do, the only person that needs to obviously judge you is yourself. Because, okay, at the end of the day, you are your harshest critic as well. That's that's a different story. But in terms of it coming full circle and actually doing what's right for you, okay, the, the stumbling block a lot of time is going to be the family. But you need to do what's right for you. It's this notion that, okay, education isn't right for everybody. Okay, I could I could agree with that. But I think, and so I don't go off on a tangent, it's got to come from you. It's what, and, I, and, I, and I'll kind of wrap up my point. I think because I can echo towards that, I think more recently, and we happened back to seven or eight months ago, I had my, my own issues with mental health. But I can put that down to not necessarily one particular moment in time, but I think because I kind of deviated from what I was accustomed to, the processes, whatever you want to call it, that kind of that track I was on, we use the metaphor of the railway, 
things started to go awry. Uh, but instead of probably echoing what my mom had said to me a decade ago, uh, and I, I started to think negatively and all the things that come with it, obviously, as you know, uh, I said, should I actually followed my mom's advice and actually stuck to it as long as I believe in my goals, strive day and day to make those in a reality. I obviously am going to write the right, the right way to, I don't want to say succeed, but towards success. Obviously, that's going to determine how you view success. But I think once you strive to become 1% better each day, and obviously believe in myself, but I'll put it from this perspective. If you believe in yourself, no matter what adversity is put in your way, I think you're on a good good course to, I'll say, quote-unquote, succeed. Yes, it does help have those, having those positive people in your corner, like I said. But if this isn't the case, look to change your environment. Because if you start to radiate success, obviously negative people, these individuals start to be fearful, scared, and want to tear you down. Uh, as they don't know how to deal with success and this isn't within their norm and I I think once you can recognize that you're able to distance yourself from this quote-unquote guilt mindset where you're living up to somebody else's expectations because once you're comfortable with I'm not going to say what what is right and wrong but as in, in terms of what you perceive is going to get you to be more productive um, and kind of striving to keep going forward as opposed to looking at it negatively and being in a state of being a victim or procrastinating, you're able to see the difference and you will act accordingly, I'm going to say day in, day out, because there's going to be times, as everybody knows, when you can't be bothered um you sometimes probably need to take that step back and take the rest so that's in a nutshell you need to even though you have family members of your best intentions at heart you have to believe in yourself that whatever decision you make is the right one for you be it wrongly or rightly only you And time can be the judge of that. If you like this episode, please do share it with your friends and let me know what you thought of the episode by tagging me over on Instagram at jamesoroberts11. You can do the same on Twitter and Facebook. And again, do check out my free content at fitamputee.co.uk forward slash free dash resources. Make sure to check that out. The link will be in the description. You can find all the show notes at mindsetgame.lipson.com under the category general so once again thanks for listening and i'll catch you next week for another episode of the mindset athlete podcast